right, here we go. Welcome to the gated community. Your love lifted me higher than I've ever been lifted before. So keep it up, quench my desire, and I'll be at your side forevermore. I don't, I can't remember how many shows I started with this song. It just picks you up, shakes it off, wags your tail, puts lead in your pencil. It's a weird thought, isn't it? Lead in your pencil, it'd be poisonous. So here we are for another one, the big uh, thing that happened last night. West Ham beat. Who did the beat? It didn't really matter. Leeds, the beat Leeds, but that was the big thing last night. I don't know about you, I watched it from 8 o'clock. Oh, man. I'm kidding you. I know. Uh, the big interview went ahead last night. Uh, I didn't watch it. I, d- I don't really like watching anything like that. I'm not. But I was furious when I found out there was something about a chick, a, uh, a hen coop. They keep chickens, rescued chickens, Megan and, uh, and Harry. They keep chickens. This was a whole sequence with Oprah in a chicken coop. What could be better? So why didn't they trail that? Why didn't they trail? Because um, Oprah was dressed in purple. Brilliant, lovely colour. And purple just suits her. I quite like purple as well. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, James Martin's wearing a purple uh, jacket in the moment uh, on the Saturday show. It doesn't suit him. Anyway, uh, they went into the chicken coop because it's rescued chickens. And they got, and they gave Oprah some eggs. Now, why didn't they trail that? But it's all kicked off today, and of course, the stage managed Piers Morgan walked off of the show when Alex Beresford, the uh, weather guy, had a pop. No, I don't think for one second Alex Beresford was involved in the uh, setup, but Morgan had decided he was going to walk off. He it was just. And somebody pointed this out on, on Twitter. This is where he comes from in America. This is what they do all the time ratings, ratings, ratings. They work out how long people listen for. So it was all pre-planned and off he went. He even tweeted afterwards, hey, that got you watching, didn't it? Cricket, that's a short song, 255. So let's get another one. Uh, I've got another one for you. Um, yeah, so uh, Piers Morgan walked off and then came back. Of course he was going to come back. But I'll tell you what, it's great watching Susanna Reid uh, really struggling to kind of... Uh, you know, be positive when everything around us is going off and on one. Um, so anyway, what else have we got? Let's go Manfred Mann, Pretty Flamingo. Pretty Flamingo. Uh, where is it? Pretty Flamingo. Flamingo. Yeah, there we go. Here we go, everybody. So uh, everybody and their son was out today going... What is happening? Uh, who, who, whose side are you on? She's clearly got mental health issues that need to be helped with. And if there is some kind of racism involved, surely it should be investigated. Yeah, just, just investigate. She walks, she so fine, like Top news for me today is Monty Dawn is in the papers today. With Spring, this is from the Telegraph. I got the Telegraph and the Daily Mirror today. I went from one extreme to the other. 
did the shopping this morning. You didn't need to know that, but I did. It just to show you that even as a, a minor major podcaster, I can still keep in touch with the reality. Oh yeah, don't you worry. If she just would. So a pristine lawn is a lawn is a symbolic is symbolic of male control, uh, says Monty Don. With spring fast approaching, it says here. Let me see. Uh, swing, spring fast approaching. Uh, thoughts may have turned to mowing the lawn, trimming the hedges, edges, and getting rid of any pesky weeds. But prepare to be judged by Monty Don, who has declared that a neatly tended lawn is a symbol of male control. I've cut my grass already. But I've still got that big hole um, in the front. I've got a big hole where a tree used to be, and it keeps sinking every year, every year. The Gardener's World presenter has come out swinging at the obsession which tends to be male, which is controlling rather than embracing with making a lawn that is pure grass without any filthy or foreign invading plants in there, making sure it's stripy and neat and few, just one aspect of life that's under control. I like a stripe. Here's what I do, I've got a wee secret for you. When I do the cut the grass, I try to get the stripes, but it doesn't really come out, but I always put the cross of St Andrew in my grass. I cut it secretly. Nobody knows I'm doing it, though I've just told you. But I cut it in there. But wee bit of Scotland. There's my wee bit of turf out the front. You can take a lot, but you'll never take my turf out the front. Uh, Dawn advocates turning lawns into wildflower meadows, which are better for the environment and a haven for insects. Though he conceded, like, oh, by the way, we get some of those uh, bee bombs. A bee bubble. Oh, hang on. Tunes for you. What else have we got? I've taken note yesterday. I was listening to some music yesterday. Come up with ideas. I'm, I've, well, I got asked yesterday if I want to go into a radio station, but there's no money in it. And it's, uh, I want to go, if, if I go back to radio, I want to go into a station. I don't want to do it from remotely from, I, I want to be in with people. I need, I, you know, and I need to be there. Um, so, but it was a nice offer. It was a nice offer to, to say, come and work for it. Well, not, not work for us, just come and, you know, do your thing, and I'm I'm not really. My ego's not that big. Uh, what have we got? I uh, did that yesterday. Uh, oh, let's go. Oh, that's entertainment. The jam. That's entertainment. Uh, the jam. I've got to keep it down. My wife's in a Zoom meeting in the other room. I don't know why I'm keeping it down. She can't. Uh, this is soundproof. Um, that's entertainment. There we go, everybody. Yeah, here we go. What a song, what a song. The jam. So if your lawn is all stripy, you've been male, you're a male controller. He told the Radio Times, well, he would, wouldn't he? One of the things I had, uh, people like me, have been banging on about for ages that burn, uh, cutting grass burns a lot of fossil fuel. And makes a filthy noise. It's about the most injurious thing you can do to wildlife. Cutting grass. <laughs> it's probably the single most effective. Whereas letting grass grow is probably the most single effective thing you can do in any garden of any size to encourage particularly insect life, but also mammals, invertebrates, and reptiles. I don't want any reptiles in my front garden. Sounds like a euphemism. You're walking a bit funny. Yeah, I've got reptiles in my front uh, in my front garden. Uh, Don has suggested growing daffodils, crocuses and tulips on lawns rather than in flower beds for a more natural look. Uh, wildflower meadows are becoming increasingly popular as an eco-friendly eco alternative. Yeah. Uh, we got the idea for the uh, bee bombs. 
uh, Bebop Aluma, uh, from uh, somebody who lived where my mother-in-law used to live, and it, it was beautiful. It was all wildflowers. So we've got some bee bombs that we're going to plant where the old tree used to be. Where the old tree? What else have we got for you today? Uh, what's the other story? Got? Uh, oh yeah. How would you like this? Need a last-minute Mother's Day present? Bad luck, because uh, this suggestion is terrible. This is from the mirror. Former politician uh, Nigel Farage is charging £67.50, price subject to inflation, for personalised video messages on celebrity cam site, uh, website Cameo. He promises to mention Brexit and Trump in his messages for Mother's Day, a birthday, a wedding, to surprise someone. Surprise your mum with literally anything else this Sunday. But a lot of that was uh, happening during the, uh, the lockdown. Celebrities were given their names uh, to, uh, you know, uh, phone messages. I think I, I, I think somebody used to um, clip me and use me as a phone thing. Entertainment. Hey, listen. Uh, yeah, yesterday was International Women's Day. And you know what? You know. Uh, even the Russian generals are thinking about women at this time. A Russian colonel has asked women to send in their ex-boyfriend's details so they can be sorted out. <laughs> in a video to mark International Women's Day, Yuri Kromov, colonel of a military uh, commissariat in uh, northwestern Russia, posted a video on the official Instagram account of the Leningrad region in which he urged Russian women to share their social media users' names of their exes so that the men could be sent to the army. Using March 8 as a hook for the recruitment drive, he packaged his statement as saying as a gift for women, suggesting that their ex-boyfriends could be taken care of. <laughs> wow. Uh, let me give you a little gift. Write down a uh, gift. Right there, oh, music, music, music. And thank you very much. A couple of comments about the music yesterday it was good. Uh, Mr. Jeff and uh, a few others, Angela and Sally, all like my music yesterday. Good stuff, thank you. And keep in touch. Yeah, some of you are emailing Ronnie at ronniebarber.co.uk. I'll keep on doing it um, until you get bored or I get bored. Or, uh, what's uh, We've done that one, done that one. What about, oh, oh. Oh, well, I'm trying to think of something good for you today. What about uh, Tainted Love? Tainted, oh, I like Tainted Love. Uh, tainted Love, let's go there. Tainted Love, Mark Helm. Mind you, I do like Say Hello, Wave Goodbye, but no, I won't, I'll do Tainted Love. Keep the uh, keep the vibe going. Tainted Love, there we go. Bomb, bomb. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Anyway, um, so the Russians are saying, uh, send uh, your, your details of your exes to us and we'll get them and we'll sort them out. He emphasised that Russian women should be surrounded by real defenders, not only protecting the motherland, but you, brackets, as women as well. In Russia, the widespread problem of uh, domestic violence has soared during the pandemic activity, as it has in this country as well. Women have been physically abused by a partner in the country. Uh, they're saying a fifth of all women uh, have been physically abused. That's huge numbers. Yes, yesterday, Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, stressed the importance of women's roles in preserving traditional family values. 
So if you're having a problem with a boyfriend, get in touch with the Russians. Oh, the other story, I saw a couple of radio programmes picked up in this one. Um, Terry Boot will step into the position of finance chief at ShoeZone. <laughs> Terry Boot. It does sound, Terry Boot does sound like a boot. You, would, you should get, get it. What are you wearing? I'm wearing a Terry Boot today. Mr. Boot has previously worked at companies including... Uh, uh, it's such a shame he didn't work at Boots, isn't it? He worked at Brotano, a UK, and most recently ran the company of Master Jewelers. So he, Terry Boot is taking over... That's a phone-in you know, that would be done, of course. Um, famous people who could uh, run that uh, shoe zone. What about Linda Lovelace? There's one for the oldies. Hey, Linda Lovelace. Yeah. You youngsters won't have a scurvy. Just go and check out Linda Lovelace. Tainted love. Tainted love. This is an interesting one. Do you remember uh, Emily Maitlis? Remember when she did Newsnight and she tore into Dominic Cummings? Uh, well, Ofcom's had a look at this. Uh, BBC monologues try... Oh, music, music, okay. What about Rock the Casbah? Rock the Casbah. Okay. Rock the Casbah. Come on, let me do it. Rock the... Okay, rock the Casbah. Here we go. I've got to say, the gated community is looking beautiful this morning. The daffodils are out, the tulips are out, the clematis is out. I think Alfonso's going to come out as well. Well, it's about time. Uh, BBC Monologue tried to catch the audience's attention should not contain journalist uh, personal views on political scandals. Ofcom has told the broadcaster in the wake of Emily Maitlis' Newsnight speech. The presenter opened a programme in May 2020 by claiming that Dominic Cummings had caused national disquiet when he broke the rules uh, by driving 260 miles to County Durham during the, th the lockdown. Remember he went to that castle? All right. Viewers submitted more than 24,000 complaints to the BBC over her remarks on the Prime Minister's advisor, and the broadcaster itself admitted it did not meet the standards of due impartiality. Ofcom has now warned the corporation that while it seeks to uh, catch the audience's attention with monologues on political scandals, journalists must not inadvertently give the impression of setting out personal opinions or views. Reminding the BBC of its duty to remain impartial, the presenter should uh, took took a oh well, in this case the presenter took a particular position on the events which were the subject of controversy and debate. For example, Mr. Cummings had broken the lockdown rules. He did break the bloody lockdown rules. Remember, he did that ridiculous thing in the gardens of Number Ten. By the way, when are we going to get journalists back in the room so that they can do follow-up questions? Because we're getting this... Uh, it's, it's a brilliant thing for the BB, for the uh, Prime Minister and the politician. They can actually just say, right, what's your question? And then shut them down, put them on mute, so they don't get a follow-up question. The presenter's opening remarks had the potential to be perceived by some viewers as an expression of her personal view on a matter of major political controversy and major matter related to the current public policy. Now, let's just sort something out here. Somebody signed off on that. She wouldn't just do that on her own. 
Somebody in the editorial uh, would have signed off on that. So it wasn't just Emily Maitlis. But was she factual? Yes, she was. Was it causing disquiet? Yes, it was. Was it impartial? Hmm, there's the issue. Ofcom ruled that the programme in its entirety had contained a sufficiently wide number of views on the scandal. There you go. I want to hear opinion. I know it's the BBC, but I want to hear a bit. You go to the other extreme and you get somebody like uh, Piers Morgan uh, get wrapped into Mega. I mean, it was pretty horrific what he did yesterday. It was horrible. No like it. Here is your good news story for today. Oh, right. It's just fading. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting a third replacement mixer today. You know, I've got this other mixer I use uh, for my podcast. And it keeps breaking. Well, I've got a third one coming today. If it doesn't work today, it's out the door. You can keep your new mixer. I'll stick to the old analogies. An oyster revival will make Britain's sea as blue as the Bahamas. I've not been to Bahamas. My mate has in one of those cruises you go to. All right. So what else have we got? Oh, what? Let's see. Let's see what. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, maybe. They can suggest something to me. Maybe the, uh, maybe the, this light song. Let me do some light songs. Let me see. Uh, because we can, can, can not. No. Uh, all right, a wee bit of the crystals. There you go. I always dreamed the boy I love would come along. Mm-hmm. And he'd be tall and handsome, rich and strong. Now that boy I love has come to me. But he sure ain't the way I thought he'd be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout about a blip, blip, no. Right, so this oyster revival could make Britain's seas as blue as the Bahamas. Ben Goldsmith has said as he launches a nature restore restaurant, 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 stuck, everybody. My tongue's stuck in the restaurant restoration. Uh, Food and Rural Affairs apparently uh, is part of a coalition and uh, uh, landowners and nature organisations hoping to bring back life to Scotland's landscape. One project's restoration of native oyster beds across the country. I didn't know Scotland already had them. Anyway, oysters secure the seabed, stopping grime and debris. Yeah, when you buy oysters, you have to clean them out because they can have... It's a bit like prawns. You know that wee black spine that prawns sometimes have? That's poo. That's prawn poo. Mr. Goldsmith believes that widespread oyster bed rebuilding could make the seas a sparkling blue like they were before the Victorian era when the bed, beds were dredged. When beds were dredged. Were dredged. Britain was encircled with a halo of native oyster beds before we dredged them all out in the late Victorian era. So oyster beds are down uh, 95%. Bring back the oysters. I've never tried them. Especially when you have to take them, and I think you can deep fry them. Of course you can. But some people think they're a bit of an aphrodisiac. I've seen people eating them. I don't see it as aphrodisiac at all. But if you looked at the coast from almost any part of our island 150 years ago, you'd have a bright blue sea because the oyster beds held the seabed together. Suddenly filled to water. 
We just need to have the oyster beds back and stop losing our soil through poor agricultural, agricultural practices. I haven't been drinking, honestly. I haven't had a drink now for oh, at least three hours. So there's your oysters coming back. We need more oysters. What do you, what you get planned for the rest of your day? What are you doing today? Anything exciting? Anything exciting? Uh, I'm going to go for a run again. I've, I'm kind of building up slowly. Let me get my last one. Uh, who are we going to have today? Uh, last one. The last song of the day. Uh, who we got? Who we got? Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who we got? Uh, what, let me check my library. Let me check my library. Uh, let me check the discos that I did for the kids. Uh, any tunes in the disco? Uh, oh, what about this one? I like this one. This is Libby loves this. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Oh no! Wait a minute. I've got this one. I think everybody should have a walk-in uh, song. And you should, you should have a, a bit of music when you leave a room. Especially if you walk out. Got to say though, I walked out of a job once where I, I, you know, I threw my pass at the station manager and it bounced off him and hit a reporter. <laughs> Don't walk out everybody, especially if you need to go back in and get your cases or get your uh, bags and everything. Yes, you should have music that you can walk out to. I'm going, everybody. Maybe even dance on your way out. Boom, boom, shake, shake the room. The kids love this at the disco. Boom. Anyway, I've got to go. I'm going to go run and then... Um, I might put a new uh, a tube, an inner tube in the uh, the back tire of my bike because the weather's getting good for the bike. Have a good day. Look after yourself. If you'd like to share this podcast, then feel free. If you're too embarrassed by saying that you listen to it, that's fine. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's just you and me. It's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell the girls what y'all want to do? Anyway, have a good one. See you soon. Well, I might do one tomorrow. I've got to prep for Thursday for the uh, TBS, Total BS, uh, with me and Stainton. Wear a mask, everybody. Keep your social distance. If you can't say something nice to your neighbour, move. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Take it.